Father, we want to thank you for this day. We rejoice that you have called us to walk not by might nor by power, but by your Spirit. And Father, we just want to come together corporately today and just get in your word and just press in and recognize who you are within our lives. Father, we need you. We need the victory of Yeshua, the Messiah, in our lives. We are dependent upon you in everything that we say and do. So we just want to release an outpouring of your spirit over our lives and over our walk tonight um, as we just come before the word. We pray that the word tonight will be encouraging. Uh, bring strength to those who are watching. And we just want to speak the victory of Yeshua. We ask for the manifestation of your gifts and we ask, Father, for you to minister to every heart. And I pray, Father, you give us keys for breakthrough in our journey of faith. Father, give us divine appointments and holy assignments. Father, we just ask for a mighty move of your spirit. Uh, we are expectant uh, to see your kingdom come and your will done within our lives. So we thank you for this time. We commit it to you in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've got uh, John from Hastings with us. Welcome, John. Good to see you. We've got Sandy coming in in Iowa. We've got Amanda there in South Carolina. Welcome. We've got Cassandra. Hi. How are you doing, Cassandra? Welcome. Good to see you on YouTube. Excellent. All right. Okay, so we're going to press in. I hope you've been, you've been enjoying the last couple of days as we've been talking about walking in destiny. And uh, I loved one of the key things we, well, just one of the things we mentioned yesterday about breaking the faith barrier. It's not about how great is your faith, but it's about how great is Yehovah. And that should be our focus on all the things that we say and do. We want to lift up the name of Yeshua. We want him to be glorified. And yes, we will boast in his name. We will boast in the mighty works that he has done within our lives. But we don't do it for glorification to self. We do it to lift up the name of Yehovah. And that should always be our focus and testimony as we share, as we walk in testimony. Uh, testimony. Yesterday we talked about rejection, uh, commissioning, or commission and faith. And, you know, as you're walking destiny, you know, it's very often you come to the place of facing rejection. In fact, as I started going through all of the key steps and, uh, you know, assignments the Father took me on, every single one of them, I can find places of rejection. I can find places where it looks like in the face and the natural that what the Father has said cannot come to pass. You know, so when I look at it, it's like, oh, you know, that's not going to happen. But the question is, did Yehovah speak it? Did his words speak? Are we aligning our faith? Do we believe that he can bring us through? Or, you know, or, or, or are we just dealing with faith on the outside? Or are we dealing with faith on the inside? And we've got to get to that place where we can trust in Yehovah. doesn't matter what we're going through. We can trust in him to see the victory. Hallelujah. We've got B joining with us as well in Texas. We've got Tony as well in Texas. Welcome, Tony. Good to see you. Hope you and your wife are doing good tonight. Hallelujah. All right. So if I haven't uh, mentioned your name, uh, maybe we'll uh, give us a bit of shout out a little bit later on as well. But if you have prayer requests, post your prayer requests. Um, if you've got uh, scriptures and things you want to share as we're going along that relates to what we're talking about, I encourage you to share. We just ask that no one posts any links during the feed because, you know, we don't want to promote links to different places that we haven't verified. Uh, that hasn't happened anyway, but, you know, from time to time it can happen. So I just want to put that out there. Thank you, Father. Yeah, we've got Anne in PA, uh, Pennsylvania. Thanks for joining with us. Good to see you. All right, so we're going to press in. I want to share testimony. It was so encouraging yesterday. It was just amazing what the Father was doing, you know, as we talked about the life of Yeshua and the things that he was going through. And today, you know, we want to be looking at the leading of the Spirit, being led by the Spirit, and listening to the instructions of uh, the Holy Spirit and how do we walk them out? These are very key things. So in Deuteronomy chapter 10, that's where I want to start right now. And uh, verse 12, we're just really dealing with commitment 
on the journey and the walk. And it says, And now, O Israel, what does Yehovah your Elohim ask of you but to fear Yehovah your Elohim, to walk in all his ways, to love him, to serve Yehovah your Elohim with all of your heart and with all of your soul, and to observe Yehovah's commands and decrees that I am giving you today for your own good. Hallelujah. It's for your good. That's why we follow his commands. But, you know, his commands are not burdensome. You know, it's not that we have to slave over, you know, thinking if we don't do this, if we don't do that, we're going to lose our salvation. Listen, we are called to rest in him. But it's we don't have a license just to continue with the sin life. But it's important we understand the importance of repentance within our daily walk, within our life. You're, you're never going to get to the place where you are too big for repentance. We are walking around in these earthly vessels. We are going to fail. And if we're in the place of failure, if we have times where, you know, things don't go the way that, uh, you know, uh, they should go, we've, we've made bad choices, we've said the wrong things, we've acted in the wrong way, you know, when we go through these things within our life, I just want to encourage you that, you know, we are called to turn our hearts towards Yeshua. We don't, uh, you know, you know, we're not just out there on our own living in the land of religion. We are walking in relationship. Hallelujah. So we want to observe Yehovah's commands and his decrees that are, were given us today. Um, for our own good. Verse 14, To Yehovah your Elohim belongs the heavens, even the highest heavens, the earth and everything in it. Yet Yehovah set his uh, affection on your forefathers and loved them. And he chose you, the descendants above all the nations, as it is today. Circumcise your hearts, therefore, and do not be stiff-necked any longer. Hallelujah. So this is, we talked on this the other day as well. You know, the Father's plan is to be in relationship with you. He is affectionate towards you. He wants to walk with you. He wants to uh, give you the best. He wants you to see the victory of Messiah manifesting within your lives. He has your good. And we are on a journey in the destiny of Yehovah into his presence, hallelujah, that we will rule and reign with him in the millennial, that we will get to spend eternity with him, hallelujah. So we press in for the promises of the Messiah. I love what it says here. It says, circumcise your hearts, therefore, and do not be stiff-necked any longer. You don't want that heart of stone, but you want that heart of flesh, so that we can be sensitive towards the things of the Father, that we can walk in his ways, that we make a commitment. That's what it means on the circumcision of the heart. It's a commitment. The circumcision of the flesh, what's the purpose of it? It is the promise of the land deal and the commitment that we belong to Yehovah. But the circumcision of the heart is the key. Now, obviously the circumcision of the heart is spiritual, and in everything we talk about and everything we go through in our journey as we are talking about living life in the Spirit, we're talking about things that manifest in the natural realm and things that are seated within the spiritual realm. And we want to know what it means on this journey when we face things like rejection. Uh, you know, how are we responding in the midst of that? Are we dealing with the reality of his word, that his word is set within us. So the circumcision of the heart is not something you can do physically, nor are you required to do it physically. It's talking about spiritual. Set your hearts on Yehovah. You know, the Torah talks more about the circumcision of the heart than in the, the Mercianic writings in what we call the New Testament. We see more of a circumcision of the heart in the Torah. You can look at it. You'll see it there. You'll also see it in Deuteronomy uh, chapter 30, Jeremiah chapter 32. Um, uh, yeah, Deuteronomy chapter 9 as well. You know, these are, are places where it talks about the circumcision of the heart. We've got to get rid of that stiff-neckedness when we are stubborn 
with our own way. Every time we want to do it our way, and look, this is human nature, and this is why we've got to delve in in the spirit to know Yehovah more, so we're not reliant upon the flesh. You know, this is why we said yesterday about the importance of fasting. You know, if you have a problem with your flesh, and 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 the sinful nature is ruling within your life as a believer, then you want to take action to say to the flesh, you're going to come under the control of the spirit. You're not going to have your way. You know, when any desire of the human nature comes up, that that's not what's going to rule us because the the sinful nature is going to, take you away from the presence of Yehovah. It's going to take you away from the promises of Yehovah. And we want to walk with him. And we want to walk in destiny. Another key thing we talked about, walking in destiny. If you are walking in destiny, you are not going to miss the uh, the destination. You're, you know, you're not going to be off track if you're walking in destiny. If you are walking with Yehovah. So we want to lean in to the understanding of Messiah. We don't want to uh, just be out on, uh, you know, trying to do things our own way. So that's what we see within this portion of Scripture. For Yehovah, your Elohim, verse 17, uh, is, is Elohim of gods and the Lord of lords. The great, uh, the great, Elohim, the great God, mighty and awesome, who shows no partiality and accepts no bribes. You know, you can't twist his arm. What, what's it talking about? He has a way that we are called to walk. And guess what? He knows the way that's going to be easy for us. He knows the steps that we have to take to walk in the blessing. And our encouragement is to walk in the fullness of his blessing and to see his kingdom come and his will done. He's not going to take bribes. He's not going to take manipulation from any man or from anyone. He defends the cause of the fatherless and the widow and loves the alien, giving him food and clothing. And you are to love those who are aliens, for you yourself were aliens in Egypt. Fear Yehovah your Elohim and serve him. Hold fast to him and take your oaths in his name. He is your praise. He is your Elohim who performed for you those great and awesome wonders you saw with your own eyes. Your forefathers who went down into Egypt were 70 in all. And now Yehovah your Elohim has made you as numerous as the star of the, the stars of the sky. Hallelujah. Fear Yehovah your Elohim. Serve him. Hold fast to him and take oaths in his name. Make a commitment. What is your commitment today in your service of Yehovah, are you just walking this walk and saying, you know what, Father, you know, I'm just going to walk it out. I'm not going to make any form of commitment because I don't know how to live it out anyway. And if I make a commitment, it's going to fail. No, commit your ways to Yehovah and he will do what? Make your paths straight. So our commitment is important. Our oaths are important. Don't just allow yourself just to breeze through life with greasy grace, thinking that everything's going to be okay. Listen, your salvation is sure if you are walking and following in him. And if you're making wrong choices and you're paying the price and the consequences of your sin, repent, just come back to the Father and, and, and start pursuing him and press forward and recognize that every one of us, you know, we read from Romans chapter 7, what Paul went through and the difficulty of dealing, you know, with the sinful nature and how to over, overcome it. What a wretched man am I? You know, he's recognizing who he is, but he didn't leave it there. He recognized that in Messiah that we have the Holy Spirit dwelling within us, that he will carry us through and we are counting down to Shavuot. We are excited to get to that appointed time. Yes, we can have the mikvah, the baptism of the Spirit, any day of the week, any time of the year. But this is an appointed time, Shavuot. This is the Feast of Weeks, appointed time for the outpouring of His Spirit. So I want you to turn to the book of First John. 
we seem to be quoting a lot, a lot from there these days, which is awesome. You know, take some time just to read through uh, the free books of uh, First, Second, and Third John. They're amazing. Uh, the content of what is in there, but we are going to just read a couple of verses on First John chapter two, and um, where are we going to read from? Verse three. We know that we have come to know him if we obey his commands. We know that we have come to know him if we obey his commands. This is the evidence that we are walking in the walk. You know, if you desire to pursue him, if you desire to do what pleases him, then we know that we belong to him. If you wake up in the morning and you just have no desire to know Yehovah, you have no desire to pray. You know, when I talked about uh, being 15 years old and there I was in, in Scotland and preaching the gospel and ministering and hearing the Holy Spirit speaking to my life so clearly as a child and just seeing radical transformation on my walk with him. It was an amazing journey, amazing time. But, you know, there was so much persecution. There was so much resistance against the call and the blessings of Yehovah on my life that I got to the place where I couldn't find an example. And, you know, this really... <laughs> It really spoke into my life that we need examples of people who live by faith. Because if you're going through persecution, if you're going through tough times, you know, where are the examples of those who live the life? You can be sincere, but it's not just about, uh, um, you know, sincerity of the heart. No, it's about where are the signs, the wonders and miracles and the transforming power of the Spirit. And I had so many people in my youth saying, Kenny Russell, just calm down. You know, you don't have to be beaten up. You don't have to go through all these things for the gospel. You know, just join a department in the local fellowship. Everything's going to be fine. You know, but that's not what I was cut out to do. I was cut out to preach the gospel and do what we just read in Deuteronomy, ministering to the aliens, those who are afar off and recognizing where we have come from. And what's Moses talking about there in uh, Deuteronomy chapter 10? He's saying, listen, you were in Egypt in slavery, and that's the testimony of our salvation. You were bound. You were in slavery to the gods of this world, to sin. And the Father came and he rescued you. Let my people go. He released us from that place. Recognize where you've come from. And just as Moses is speaking to the children of Israel saying, look, get that stiff-neckedness off your life. Stop being stiff-necked. Stop being an unbelief. And circumcise your heart. Come to the place where you make oaths before your God. God, I desire to serve you. I commit my life to you. I make a choice that it's not just about what we talked on yesterday, commissioning. You know, it's one thing to be commissioned. It's another to commit your ways to him. I am committed to serving Yehovah with what? My whole heart, my whole being, with all that is within me. I choose to praise his name. And that's what I'm striving towards. What are you striving towards today? And I encourage you to strive towards those things so we can see his kingdom come and his will done. We recognize that we are chosen. We recognize that we are blessed in his presence. So there I was, 15 years old in Scotland. And, uh, you know, it was not easy. But, you know, I heard the voice of the Spirit every day. I was fit. I was healthy. I ran. You know, I prayed in the Spirit all the time. I was running. You know, I spent time in the Word. I pressed into His presence. I was led by the Spirit. I listened to what He told me to do. I was living in destiny. And here I come to the place where the enemy is saying, imagine serving God your whole life and finding out, uh, you know, He's not real. And I'd say, devil, that's no temptation. Imagine not serving Yehovah. Imagine not serving God your whole life and finding out He is real. I know what's better. <laughs> I'm going to serve him. Hallelujah. And, you know, it, it was like no temptation. But every day I had the enemy coming at me with the same question. And when you have the world against you, persecution, yes. Miracles, lives being changed, people being blessed. Fruits of the Spirit manifesting everywhere. But even in the midst of that, you know, I'm like, where are the examples? Where are those who are 
teaching us how to walk in the Spirit. And I just couldn't find those type of examples. You know, where were the people who talked about hearing the voice of the Spirit every day? What's the Holy Spirit saying to you today? You know, are we going through every day and we're not just getting a word and the next day a word? You know, we're not building cut and paste, you know, where you get different words, you know, cutting out the newspaper and you're trying to make a whole message up, you know. Do, 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 you know. What's the word? What's the message? No, we have the ability to hear the voice of the Spirit. So are we walking in that place where he is speaking to us? Are we walking in that place where we are receiving so the very thing that was no temptation to me became one of the greatest temptations of my life. And I got to the place where I said, God, you know, I love you. But, you know, maybe I'm schizophrenic. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe it's all in my mind. Why is it I'm so alert to your presence and your voice? Is this truly your voice or am I crazy? You know, what's going on? And I made a decision, you know. I've been brought up in a Christian family people of faith, you know, maybe I've been brainwashed all my life since my childhood, you know, maybe I'm just stressed out, but God, I love you. In the midst of the questions, God, I love you. And I said, God, I don't know who I am. Maybe I'm just, you know, out to lunch or something. And I asked the father this. I said, I'm going to walk away from you today, but it's not because I don't love you. It's because I need to know who you are. Will you reveal yourself to me so I can know your living reality? Because I want to follow you all the days of my life. But I, I recognize there's a stumbling block on my journey. And, you know, I, I don't see the examples of those who are living by faith. I don't see the examples of those who are walking the walk. And maybe I'm crazy, you know. Maybe I don't have it all together. I'm only a child. Maybe I don't have it all together. So I said, God, I charge you notice today. Reveal yourself to me. And I will serve you all the days of my life. And I said to the devil, I'm walking away from God today, not because I don't love him, but because I want to know the living reality of truth. But devil, if I find the living reality of Yehovah, I will come after you to the nations of the world and you will wish you never mess with me. <laughs> so I walk off this all-weather pitch in the, the rain and the noon in Scotland and I walk the two miles home. And as I'm walking home, I'm, that's it. I don't hear the voice of the Holy Spirit for two years. There was a few times when I woke up in the morning, I heard this voice speak to me, which I knew was the Holy Spirit, saying, right now your mother is praying for you. It's six, seven in the morning. Your mom is praying for you. She, she is praying for you. And she's petitioning heaven on your behalf. You know, that's what intercession is all about. Are we standing in the gap and praying for others? Are we praying for our children? Are we praying for our spouses? Are we praying for uh, our relatives and, and you know, our, our friends and family that don't yet know Messiah? Intercede. Come on. Pray for their salvation. Pray for their deliverance. It's what we're called to do. So for two years, I walk away from Yehovah. I have no desire to pray. And this is someone who prayed every day. This is someone who didn't know how to run without praying in the Spirit. I started drinking. I, I, you know, I went from uh, being beaten up and battered to the next minute, all of a sudden, fame and blessing and finances and businesses blessed. And, you know, everywhere I went, it was free drink. It was whatever. And, you know, I was near enough an alcoholic in two years just from drinking all the free booze I was given. And I wasn't, you know, discouraged. I wasn't, uh, you know, life was great in the world sense. And then one day when I'm 17, I'm plastered drunk. You know, time off, I just go get wasted with all of my friends. We'd all just go get wasted and in the music industry. We'd just be playing and concerts and all that different types of stuff. And it's like we're, you know, we drank so much, it was ridiculous. But this one day, I'm plastered out my box. And uh, that's what we say in Scotland. And I went round one of the, the islands in Scotland and the, on the Waverley. And we come back home to Dunoon, get to our local pub, and we're just drinking, playing pool, darts, all that type of stuff. You know, just hanging out and got the jukebox going and singing to all the songs. And that's what we did, you know, wasted off our faces. 
And, you know, it comes to last call for drinks at 2 a.m. in the morning. I go up and I ask for my last drinks. And I'm paying for my drinks. And I start throwing them down. And then, boom! It was like an explosion went off in my head. It wasn't expected. It's not like I had a conversation with God that day to say, are you ever going to pursue me? Are you ever going to find me? Are you real? I don't know where I am. I wasn't an atheist. I was just out there living life, you know, with an expectation that maybe one day I'll have an encounter with God. And if I don't, I'm just going to live my life for myself. Boom. An explosion goes off in my head. Instantly I become sober. All my faculties are alive. My eyesight is perfect. My hearing is perfect. My balance is perfect. My smell is perfect. Everything's restored from drunkenness. I'm instantly, you know, sobered out, transformed. And I hear the word of Yehovah. Look around. They're all hurting, crying out, saying, please, somebody help me. Look at what you once had and look at what you now have. It is time for you to come home. And instantly I recognized where I was. Instantly I recognized, you know, my sin. Instantly I recognized, here's me thinking I'm just living my life and everything's great and I'm living my life without God. But when God showed up, when he manifest his His presence within my life, when he sobered me up, when he started moving in the miraculous, when the Holy Spirit starts ripping up and down my body, all of a sudden, look at what you had and look at what you now have. All of a sudden, I saw the comparison of what was it like to walk with God? What was it like even in the midst of persecution? What was it like to walk with God? Even in the place where I couldn't find examples, what was it like to walk with God compared to where I was standing? In a pub of drunkenness. Look around. He said, look around. They're all hurting, crying out, saying, please, somebody help me. Look at what you once had and look at what you now have. There's people who are crying out for deliverance, for salvation. Please, somebody help me. Will someone bring an answer? Will someone stop within their day and just minister in prayer over my life? You know, Hannah shared a testimony when she came back from working at the vet today and she had a a customer who was in and really gone through some tough times, you know, Uh, pregnant and husband was sick and bringing the dog and dealing with all the different things. And Hannah just walked out and said, do you mind, would you like me to pray for you? And the woman was so impacted at that moment and she just ministered in prayer She was so impacted. And this is what it takes. You know, please somebody help me. The the, the call for help to Yehovah. And the father says, you know, you know, I've blessed you with my presence. I've blessed you with the ability to to minister my love to this broken generation. This is why we're committing to him. This is why we're walking in his ways. Oh, it's all right for you. Yeah. Oh, you walked away from God for two years. Oh, well, maybe, maybe I, I don't know God right. Okay. Well, if, if that happened to Kenny Russell, maybe I'll just walk away from God now and say, hey, just like Kenny said, you know, God reveal your truth to me. I'm just going to go live like hell. <laughs> and if you're real, then I'll get this great testimony. Listen, don't walk that way. You know, I want to tell you what happened on that journey. When I saw the comparison of where I stood in the pub and the people I was surrounded with and what was going on in their lives and the sin that was going on, the brokenness and no one being able to clearly talk and share their hearts and when people were plastered drunk trying to share their problems and did anyone really care? Oh, it's all right, Andy, you know, you're going to get through it, you know, have another drink, you know, it's okay. Is that the answer? Is that the breakthrough? Is that what it means, uh, you know, to get a resolve in the tough times and the difficult places in which you stand? Is that how we're called to walk? Let me tell you something. There's nothing better, more powerful than being filled with the Spirit and being able to operate in the power of the Spirit. So when someone's in that place sharing their difficulties of what's going on, we have the ability... (coughs) to minister the love of Yeshua. So make an oath, make a commitment to God. Don't walk away. You know, listen, I don't recommend what I went through for those two years. 
I don't recommend. I missed two years of testimonies, of two years of blessing. I missed so many opportunities. Listen, I was surrounded by hurting people all the time, and I never brought the life of Yeshua into their life. I just, I was just drunk with them, partying with them, living with them in emptiness of, of life. Oh, but when I was sobered up and when I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit speak to me, something happened. I was supernaturally transformed. And I knew the Holy Spirit was saying this. Even though I heard the word clearly by the voice of the Spirit, what he spoke to me, I also heard the word of what was going on in the Spirit within inside me. And every time you hear a word, every time the Holy Spirit speaks to you, it's not just the surface word, there's deep calling unto deep. There's deep calling unto deep. And you might be sitting there contemplating what the Holy Spirit's saying and just, you know, go in deeper, go in deeper into his presence. Receive the, the deep calling unto deep, the true word. And this was the word that was from the depth of the word. If you don't come home right now, you're going to miss your entire destiny. And what are we talking about today? Walking in destiny. If you are walking with God, you will succeed in your destiny. If you're not walking with God, you're going to miss your destiny. Glory, glory, hallelujah. I tell you, from 17 years old to 49 years old this year, praise the name of Yeshua. What a blessing it is to walk in His ways. Oh, it's not been perfect. I've not made all the right decisions. I'm not perfect. I've failed in so many places and so many times. But I've always been in a place of repentance. I've always come back to the Father and said, Here I am. Forgive me. I'm sorry. I need the blood of Yeshua. Help me in my unbelief. Help me to come over these problems. Help me to master what it truly means to walk in destiny, in the life of the Spirit. Hallelujah. I don't want to just do things in the emotional realm. I don't want to do things in the, you know, in the feelings. Well, you know, you know, how are you feeling about God? No, I don't. I'm not walking with his word is true. It's going to come to pass. And, you know, I've seen so many miracles when I don't even feel good. I don't even feel like praying for the person. Sometimes I'm praying for people and I really don't like them. I dislike them. Like, why would God want to heal them? And God says, pray for them. I'm like, I don't want to pray for them. I don't even like them. And then you reach your hand out and pray for them anyway, and there's no feelings and no nothing. You proclaim the word out of obedience when you... <laughs> and here comes the miracles. Here comes the signs and wonders. And God radically heals them. Why did he heal them? I didn't even like them. Well, it's not about you. I had to deal with the attitude of my heart. And I did. I dealt with that quite quickly while I was praying for the individual I didn't like. <laughs> That's not just happened once, by the way. <laughs> There's many times I've had to pray for people I don't really like. I don't like their attitude. I don't, you know, whatever. But, you know, we can't be people who are judgmental towards another. So, <laughs> so if you've got an attitude problem or something towards someone else, you know, Look, one of the best ways to see healing in your own life when you're, when you're going through tough times is start ministering to the lives of others. And as you start doing that, you'll see the healing process take place within your life. So what are you going through? You're struggling in health right now. Come on, reach out to others. Reach out to those who are broken and see the blessings of Yehovah. Hallelujah. Good to see you, Sandy. Thanks for joining. We've got Joseph there as well in South Carolina. Oh, I said a hello to you guys already. We've got um, Melinda, who's watching in New York Upstate. Welcome. Thanks for joining. Solomon in uh, Portland, Oregon. Thanks for joining. We've got Judy in North Carolina. Great to see you. Sandy says, Job had to pray for his uh, so-called friends. That's right. You know, even when you've got people who are persecuting you, you know, speak blessing over them. May they come to repentance, Father, and may they walk in the blessings of Yehovah. We don't have to have an attitude of heart. Sharon's joining us as well in Tobago. 
Yep, sorry you're late. It's okay, you're not late. You're on time. We just go on when the Father says go on. We don't have a set time when we are going to broadcast each day. And some of you might think that's strange, but you know what? I just want to be led by the Spirit. If you catch it at the beginning of the message, catch it in the middle, maybe there's just a key word that the Father needs you to hear today. And we can always go back and listen to the message on podcast or on Facebook or YouTube after as well. Thank you, Father. So it's a blessing. So what are we talking about? We're talking about walking in destiny. Don't miss your destiny because of your sinful behavior. Don't reject God. You know, you might think it's good in the ways of the world. And, you know, the world thinks they're having a great time. I know many people that think they are partying it up. It's awesome. That's what they say. But then once you wake up after the hangover, you know, and then you wonder who you spent the night with, you wonder what's gone on, you know, you know, and all of a sudden you were so plastered drunk, you went and control your life and you're thinking, what happened? What did I do? Where did I end up? And, you know, what taxi, did, you know, you know, whose house are we in right now? All these different things that go on. That That's not called having a life. That's not called living it up. You want to be in your right mind. You want to receive from Yehovah. You want to walk in the blessings that the Father has for you. Hallelujah. Christine joining us from Pennsylvania. Hello. Thanks for joining with us. We've got Brandon coming in in Ohio. Blessings, Brandon. Good to see you. Hallelujah. So that's what we are talking on tonight. Let's just read another few scriptures. You know, yesterday there was a word that I mentioned, which uh, we talked about the highway, you know, the king's way, getting on the king's way. And I just want to read uh, a few scriptures I'm f- uh, focusing on what time it is. I do try to keep things around about an hour, but sometimes I just get so lost with what time it is. And we're just having so much fun in the presence of Yehovah sharing together that we end up an hour and a half. Uh, we've got Mark uh, Santos coming in. Excellent. You need to hear this today. That's great. Amen. Thanks for joining with us. Hallelujah. So let's go to Isaiah chapter 35. And in here it talks about the kingdom blessing. And, you know, I just want to read through some of this because we can start applying the word to our life. Hallelujah. Verse 1. The desert and the parched land will be glad. The wilderness will rejoice and blossom. Like the the crocus, it will burst into bloom. It will rejoice greatly and shout for joy. The glory of Lebanon will be given to it. The splendor of Carmel and Sharon. We're in the region of Sharon. That's where I live. Isn't it awesome when you read the scriptures and you're like, I'm reading this. And, you know, I'm smelling the blossom as I'm walking the dog tonight and just just enjoying being in the land of Israel and just saying, you know, Father, it's, it's so amazing. Here I am in Caesarea. What happened here in Cornelius' house in the outpouring of the Spirit? But let me tell you something. That's not the only thing that happened here. There was uh, the, the, the company of the prophets. There was, this was an incredible place for uh, trade and for people coming and going from all over the world. You know, Paul was in house arrest here. Uh, in Caesarea for a few years. There was so much teaching. There was so much of the glory of Yehovah that was poured out. You know, we had the outpouring of the Spirit take place over those of the nations. Hallelujah. The gospel went from Caesarea to the end of the earth. All these different things. And as I'm walking and praying in the Spirit in Caesarea, it's such a blessing to say, Wow, Father, you've placed me here. I'm looking at all these different ruins I'm looking at this time, but I'm also looking at life. I'm looking at real people here, and I'm saying, Father, how can we minister to people in this community? How can we bring forth the love of Yeshua like it was in the time of the book of Acts? Hallelujah. In the the splendor of Carmel and Sharon. Sharon. Amen. They will see the glory of Yehovah, the splendor of our Elohim. They will see the glory of the Lord. They will see the power of God. Father, we ask for the power of God to be manifest in our lives, 
in the land of Israel and in the communities where we are. Father, may the power of God be revealed, the splendor of your uh, precious name be seen. Strengthen the feeble hands, steady the knees and give way. Say to those uh, with fearful hearts, be strong, do not fear. Hallelujah. Like when I was in that pub, look around, they're all hurting, crying out, saying, please, somebody help me. Where are the people who are going to say to those who have fearful hearts, be strong, do not fear. Your Elohim will come. Your God will come. He will come with vengeance, with divine retribution. He will come to save you. We speak forth the message of salvation. Amen. What a blessing to deliver salvation. Then will the eyes of the blind be open and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then will the lame leap like a deer and the mute tongue shout for joy. Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. Whoa, we're certainly seeing things like that happening in the land right now. You know, with the torrential rain, we're just at the end of the rain season. Oh, this is, I'm counting the days. I think we are, uh, let's look. This is day three of what I call summer. Man, it is so hot out there. It was 106 today. Oh, I am, man, I'm in my element. Bring it on. I love the heat. This Scottish guy loves the heat. Hallelujah. The water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand will become a pool. The thirsty ground bubbling springs in the haunts where jackals once lay. Grass and reeds and uh, papayas will grow. Um, yeah, papayas trees. I had a papayas tree in the Galilee. Hallelujah. And a highway will be there. And this is key. This is what we talked about, getting on the highway. We said, listen, let's get on the highway of Yahovah. Let's walk out our destiny. As you're walking on the highway of Yehovah, you are protected. And someone needs to hear this right now. You're in fear of your own safety because of what the devil is trying to do to you. He's, he's giving you nightmares. He's trying to install, instill fear into your life. And I break the spirit of fear right now in Yeshua's name. And you're, you're not going to uh, walk in the ways of Hasatan. You're going to walk in the blessings and the glory of God. And we just call you onto the highway of Yehovah right now to a place of safety. And the highway will be there. It will be called the way of holiness. This is verse 8 of Isaiah chapter 35, if you're just tuning in. The unclean will not journey on it. No, you can't walk on it if you're unclean. It will be for those who walk in that way. <laughs> Sorry. It will be for those who walk in that way. Um, wicked fools will not uh, go about on it. No lion will be there, nor will any fierce beast uh, get up on it. They will not be found there, but only the redeemed will walk there. And the ransom of Yehovah will return. They will enter Zion with singing. Therefore the redeemed of the Lord will return and come singing unto Zion. Everlasting joy will be upon their heads. Everlasting joy will crown their heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them. Sorrow and singing will flee away. Hallelujah. That's one of the songs I can play on the on the piano since I was about seven or eight years old. Therefore the redeemed of the Lord shall return and come singing unto Zion and everlasting joy will be upon their heads. Hallelujah. We are walking on the highway of Yehovah. So if the enemy's trying to tell you to get off track, if he's trying to tell you to go off the highway, I'm telling you, today's the day. What are we doing, everyone? We are walking on the highway of Yehovah. We don't have to be afraid. So just think about the pressures. Think about all the things the enemy's trying to put on you. You know, some of you are under so much pressure right now, you just don't know how to hardly take a breath. And I just want to release you from all the assignments of the enemy right now in Yeshua's name.
It's supernatural. Why? It says, strengthen the feeble hands, verse 3, steady the knees that give way. Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong. Do not fear. Your Elohim will come. He will come with vengeance, with divine retribution. He will come to save you. We speak, we speak, be strong. Do not fear to those with fearful hearts. I cancel the assignments of the enemy when he is trying to uh, harass you, trying to destroy your faith, trying to destroy your relationships, trying to destroy your life. Listen, we're going to praise him in the midst of everything we fear. We don't have to go out walking wondering what's going to happen to us. We are found in him. We release physical healing right now. We thank you, Father, that a waste land will become flourishing. But not just flourishing with good fruit and good tidings, but flourishing with the children of Elohim who are worshipping Yeshua. As we see this highway in verse 8, the highway will be there, you know, it will be called the way of holiness. And, you know, what, is it, what does it say? There's a, there's a verse uh, that says... Um, it says they will not go up on it. The wicked fools, they can't go up uh, on it. They can't walk on it. Those lions uh, and those beasts, they can't get up on it. When I stood at Ground Zero after September 11th, 2001, in the smoke and in the turmoil of everything that was happening there, I was taken in the spirit and I saw a highway being lifted up that will become visible for all to see. And listen, if you are watching from the United States of America, I've got, I've got a word for you of the importance of what the Father is doing in your nation. And if you're from other nations, listen, you know, this is not just lifting up Americans and, oh, what, what's going on with me? I'm in the UK, I'm in Europe or whatever country. Listen, Let's just understand what's happening. The United States of America is a melting pot of the nations. That's why everyone in America comes from other nations. You know, they don't come from that land. They come from other nations. I meet people that know about their Scottish heritage greater than I know about my Scottish heritage. Because you're longing for knowing your roots, the Irish roots, the Scottish roots, the English roots, the French roots, the Italian roots, you know, and so on and so forth all the way down. People will talk about where they came from as they came into the nation. And it's good, but it's a melting pot of the nations for the Father to do a mighty work. But the Father says, I'm raising up a highway that will become visible for all to see. And this highway will go from the U.S. It will go through the U.K., uh, through Wales, through England, through the UK, into Europe, across Europe, and all the way to Israel. That's what the Father showed me, 2001. And he said, this highway will become visible. All to see. The lions know it's there. You know, you know, uh, the unclean can't journey on it. You know, there's, there's conditions on how you get on this highway. It's for the redeemed of Yehovah. The beasts can't get up on it. The wicked fools, they can't go about on it. You know, you're not going to worry about drunk drivers on this road. You're going to be walking in the protection. You're going to be redeemed. or We are redeemed. Hallelujah. And guess what? Our destiny is coming back to Zion. Therefore, the redeemed of the Lord shall return. We are the redeemed of the Lord. The Father says that I am bringing my people back to Zion. Hallelujah. And we'll come back singing with everlasting joy. That will be crying on our heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them. And sorrow and sighing will flee away. Why? Because we're walking in the path of destiny. You want to get your joy restored? Then come on. Let's take time to walk with Yahovah. Hallelujah. Man, this is good stuff. Man, this is, this is uh, amazing what the Father is doing here tonight. You know, let's not make a choice to step away from Yahovah, but let's be examples so that others who are weak in faith will see our lives and say, Father, hallelujah. You know, I don't just see someone, you know, who's 
talk and talk. I see someone who's walking the walk. And we need examples of faith. We need examples of facing tough times and how we break through and how we move on in the midst of these difficult times. Because even Yeshua faced tough times. We talked yesterday about rejection. We talked about all the times the Pharisees and Sadducees wanted to kill him. What does the enemy want to do you? Uh, to you, he wants to destroy you. But we just release the victory of Messiah into our lives, and we <laughs> we are just going to press in and capture what the the Spirit is saying. You know, we 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 want to do what? We want to be the ones who say He abides in Him who ought himself to walk in the same manner as he walked. We want to walk as he walked. 1 John chapter 2, 6. If we abide in him, if we are in him, we will walk in the same way, in the same manner that he walked. Father, I want to reflect the Messiah. I want to walk like he walked. The reason they were called Christians, it was little Christ. They look like Christ. They walk like Christ. Yes, what people named them, Christians. We're the people of the way, walking in his way, living in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Well, I just want to encourage you with that word tonight. You know, we don't need to go, you know, there's a whole bunch of scriptures and things I was looking at. Um, but, you know, I feel that's just really the key of, you know, where we need to get to. Let's be people who walk with God. Let's be people who are pressing in. That this is time to see his kingdom come and his will done. May you have victory in your life today as you choose to walk in destiny. May you walk in destiny with a refreshed and a renewed hope that no matter what we go through, that anxiety, you can just speak to it and say, you have to go. And if you feel so much pressure that even in the natural realm you can't take it, then take some time aside and rest in his presence. And, and and take physical rest too. Don't overdo it. If you're physically worn out, you're not going to be able to spiritually function properly. You know, you're not called to drive yourself into the ground. You don't want to get to that place of the nervous breakdown. You know, look... Through all the court cases, all the battles over all the things we've faced since 2014 in the land of Israel, there's been many times where where my body has been so under pressure and so drained, and it's I've got to pray in the spirit trying to get through. But you've also got to take the physical rest. You know, are you getting the Sabbath rest? Are you able to stop? Are you taking time? to be refreshed in his presence and physically refreshed. It's important if we are going to walk this spiritual walk. And if there's times where you can't rest because you're in the midst of the battle, then what did Moses do? You know, if you lift your hands up, the Israelites will have victory. If your hands come down, the Israelites will be defeated. And he's tired and he's worn out. But he knows this is the promise Someone had to stand at either side and they had to lift the hands of Moses up until the victory was won. And we want to stand with you and lift up your hands in the midst of the things that you are going through. So this is not condemnation if you're worn out and feeling battered. Listen, we stand with you right now. We just release the power of the Spirit, the strength of Yehovah. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich because of what Yehovah has done. So I speak strength to you. If you're, if you're anxious, if you're trying to work things out, you know, you're facing challenges in the midst of this lockdown. If your family and your life is being affected and it's very difficult in the midst of this time because you can't do the things that you need to do, you know, those who are suffering loss and mourning, for loved ones right now, even if they haven't died of uh, the coronavirus, it's so difficult to how to organize funerals, how to organize, you know, your time of mourning and how to connect with your family when you, you're not even in a place where you can get the hugs and the love and the care that you need. But we just ask for the 
the love of Yeshua just to embrace you right now, that you will just receive a hug in the presence of Yahovah right now, that you will experience his love because he is faithful. God is faithful. Amen. We've got Wendy saying, you know, indeed, I'm, I'm like Moses, needing assistance, holding my hands up. Well, we just stand with you as a community right now, Wendy, and we just want to lift your hands up in the spirit right now. Father, I speak strength over Wendy right now in Yeshua's name. Will you strengthen her? Will she have supernatural power right now and ability to have a breakthrough in the midst of all the challenges that she is facing? Father, we ask for a break. We ask for an open heaven over our life, that the promises of God will come to pass. The words that you have given her, that she's standing on, let those words of promise come forth and bring forth life right now in Yeshua's name. We bless you, Wendy, right now in Yeshua's name. We bless you. We say this is the day of victory in your life. Hallelujah. Let's just look at some of the prayer requests we have and some of the words that's been said on the, the feeds here. Got Solomon, he says, do not be afraid of evil tidings. That's right. For he that keeps his heart fixed in trusting the Yehovah, in trusting in the Lord. That's right. You'll see the blessing. We've got to keep our heart fixed in trusting in you, Yehovah. We worship you, Father. We thank you. Cassandra, prayer request. Yehovah, renew my mom's mind in Messiah. She's put her faith in the medical community and they are harming her, but she seems stuck. Father, we pray for Cassandra's mom right now. Father, give her a revelation to be delivered from, uh, you know, pharmacia. And we thank you for the medical world. You know, they do some great things, but Father, we don't want to be brought up in drug culture and medicated. We want to be healed and restored. And we want to do things in a natural way to bring transformation. So we pray for Cassandra's mum right now. And we just ask, Father, um, that her faith will not be in the medical community, but it will be in you. That you will give her words. And we pray for Cassandra that she'll be able to speak into her mum's life. Uh, and we just, we just say, release wisdom of the Spirit. Wisdom of the Spirit for deliverance and victory over Cassandra's mum in Yeshua's name. <clears throat> Lola says, me too. I think that's about lifting up the, the hands of Moses. We need assistance to hold our hands up. That's right. Well, we stand with you and we just speak the strength of Yehovah over you, over all the things that you are facing this week. We just declare the blessings of Yehovah, that the, the, the doors that need to be opened will open, that a way will be made where there seems to be no way, whether there will be financial blessing and just outpouring over your life at this time with uh, the challenges that you face right now. We just release the blessings of Yehovah over you in Yeshua's name. We pray for Solomon right now as well with what he has gone through as he has uh, gone through um, deliverance from uh, the drugs that the doctors have got him on. Father, you will protect him strengthen his mind and give him supernatural healing. We come against all forms of Parkinson's in Yeshua's name. And we say be supernaturally healed right now in Yeshua's name. Solomon says, pray for my uh, Navajo people. Okay, Navajo, the, the tribe people, okay, who have been, uh, it's number one, in the U.S. right now. Thank you on behalf of the Indian people. Amen. Yeah, Father, we pray for a mighty outpouring of the First Nations people in the land of America. I thank you, Father, for the impact and for the testimonies we've had from many First Nations and those uh, who have suffered. You know, we've had testimonies all the way from the highest point in Canada who are uh, walking in the Torah and being transformed with our ministry, well, with his ministry, hallelujah. Great testimonies. And we just we just uh, lift up the Native American, uh, the Native Indian, as they call them, people, 
We just ask, Father, that you will do a mighty work of your Spirit and bring salvation and deliverance in Yeshua's name. Sandy says she's as Jacob alone in a cave. Well, Father, we just ask, Father, for fellowship for Sandy. Father, that you will bring people around her in the local community to be an encouragement to her right now in Yeshua's name. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. You've not called us to be on our own, but you've called us to walk with others. So I bless you, Sandy, right now in Yeshua's name, that you'll see the blessings of Yehovah. You will have fellowship with others in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Father. Vicky said, pray for B. Yes, we stand in the gap for B, for this ulcer that she's going through. Father, we come against this ulcer in Yeshua's name. We speak to her stomach to, to relax and rest and for the healing power of Messiah to come to her right now and just give her relief right now in Yeshua's name. We speak supernatural healing over you today, B, in Yeshua's name. By his stripes you are healed. And we stand in the gap with you today. Just as Vicky stands with you each day, we stand with you as well for the victory in Messiah. Thank you, Father. Mark says, please pray for my son, Mark Jr. Um, he's spiraling out of control behind drugs, alcohol, and the torment of his past. His wife and children have left him. Help, Lord Yeshua. Help, yes, Father, we stand in the gap for Mark, Mark Jr. right now and we ask, Father, that you will bring restoration uh, to this man and to his family. Father, salvation. We release the salvation of Yehovah. We come against the assignments of drugs and alcohol and we break him off his life right now in Yeshua's name and we come against all the torments of Hasatan of his past. And Father... We, we just say, Father, bring this gentleman to a place where he can receive from you. Well, he will receive ministry from you. Set him free right now. We speak protection over him right now that he will not uh, fall too far, that you will catch him right now, Father, and bring healing and deliverance into his life in Yeshua's name. Cheryl saying, please pray for the peace and deliverance of South Africa with the coronavirus um, Solomon's also saying about the coronavirus within the Native uh, Americans, First Nations people as well. So, Father, we just want to stand in the gap for South Africa. And yes, we've witnessed some terrible things that's going on there um, as the authorities are trying to take control in different townships. And, Father, we ask for abuse to stop. And we ask, Father, for healing and victory in Yeshua's name. We ask for transformation and deliverance in the, the land of South Africa. We just say to the to South Africa, coronavirus, go in Yeshua's name. And you just speak your nation out, you know, over Israel, coronavirus, go in Yeshua's name. We're down to less than three, or just about 3,000 people uh, are positive with coronavirus in the land of Israel. And we ask, Father, for the nations to be delivered from this dis-ease in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. All right. Well, look, it's been a blessing to fellowship with you tonight. It's, uh, you know, we're walking in destiny. Come on. Let's stand together. Let's walk together. If you're blessed and encouraged with the message tonight, I encourage you to share it with others. Uh, I've had some testimonies come in yesterday. I've had people asking for prayer as well, for calls for prayer. Uh, we are here. I'm typing. I can't talk when I type. Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. If you want a, a call, if you need ministry, if you just need encouragement on the phone, if you want to share things and of what you're going through and just get some help, um, I want you to know we are here from you. Uh, we are here to do some counsel, to do some encouragement. Send me a message. Send me your phone number. Tell me where you are uh, in the world uh, so I can know what time zone you're in. 
and let's try and schedule a time so that we can talk. Uh, we'll probably have it within a four-hour bracket. Sometime within that four hours, we can make a call just to stand with you and pray with you because we care that you are walking in the victory of Messiah. And we recognize the harassment of what the enemy wants to do. And we are here. If you're listening on podcast right now, you know, Kenny at bulldozeoffaith.com, write in and uh, we will call you. A counselor will call you, either myself or part of the team will call and uh, just, you know, spend time praying with you because that's what it's about. We are the family of Yehovah. We are the children of Elohim, the body of Messiah. And we need to lift each other up and encourage each other in our faith. This is the day. Hallelujah. All right. Well, blessings. I look forward to connecting with you. If you want to support the ministry and you want to plant a seed, um, I'll just give you a link on how you can do that. If you're blessed and encouraged with the ministry, <coughs> we are funded by the generous generosity of our followers uh, in our ministry and the things that we do. So we appreciate everything that you do for us. Keep in prayer for the shelter of his wings, dealing with uh, protecting victims of domestic violence and abuse. Come on, stand with us and let's intercede as that chapter starts to open here in Caesarea in Israel. We're praying for a mighty outpouring and a work of the Spirit here in uh, Caesarea, Israel. We're excited about that. And, you know, keep praying for our ministry for protection. We've had all sorts of assignments. We're always going through different attacks and different things hitting us. So keep us in prayer, you know. We had our whole website platforms down today. We managed to get that restored just before we came on the broadcast. One thing after the other. But we are at peace and we're walking in the Spirit, and it's just the territory of what it's like on the front line. Hallelujah. All right, thanks for watching. It's been a blessing to be with you. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow as we continue this journey in walking in destiny. Until tomorrow, shalom, shalom.